Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I intended to cover this in the last broadcast, and I got taken in a different direction, and that just doesn't usually happen, but, you know, since it's not my broadcast, it's the Lord's broadcast, he is, of course, free to take it in whatever direction he wants to. But let's go back to what I was trying to get across in the last broadcast, and that is the fall of America. Of course, you remember Dimitri Dudeman was told that the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Started by the communists, some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries you could remember will attack and defeat America in one day. In one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China and Japan and many other nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians, back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty. But they make the Russians their leader. And I think that's where Armageddon takes place. All the world comes down to attack little Israel. Israel can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so she cries for Messiah. Messiah returns on the clouds and defeats the armies of the earth. Now, let's talk about that first phrase because, in my opinion, it has already started. The water, if we were to say, is drowning when it hits our nose. At this point, it's moved up from maybe the tops of our toes. Maybe it's up to our ankles, and it might even be getting up to our knees. So let's look at that first phrase. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Okay, what is that internal revolution? That's the first thing we want to talk about. What is the internal revolution? Well, December the 26th of 2004, I remember it specifically. Banda Aceh got hit with that big tsunami, killed 160,000 people. The following Sunday, I could take you there. I could show you the very spot in the carpet where I took a right step, and all of a sudden, in a split instant, all of a sudden I got a revelation that that was the breaking of the water. Now, you remember the Bible says, For when this shall say peace and safety, sudden destruction shall come upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. The return of Jesus is like the birth pains. The birth pains, of course, in the beginning are very mild, and they're a long way off. And then they get closer and harder and closer and harder until finally the new child is born. And in this case, the new world, the new world without sin is born. Well, he told me that December 26, 2004, that tsunami was the start of the birth pains. That was the breaking of the water. So you could say that that was when the water began to fill the room. And with that analogy, we'd have to say, well, it's actually probably up above our toes, and it's possibly above our ankles. And today, brothers and sisters, we're going to talk because it may be up about knee level. So back to the question. The internal revolution. We see that there is such anger in our nation. Now, I'm 65, and I have never seen the Democrats and the Republicans so much at each other's throat. They're no longer just, oh, well, we can't, dis we can't exactly agree. I mean, in the days of Reagan, they didn't exactly agree, but they got a lot done. But today, it's like they're trying to scratch each other's eyes out. I mean, the attacks on Donald Trump are not just vicious, filthy, dirty words, but they're trying to impeach him. They want to put him in prison. I mean, even Nancy Pelosi said the other day, she says, I don't want to impeach him. I want to put him in prison, unquote. <laughs> this is the third person 
in control in our nation. Number one is president. Number two is vice president. Number three is speaker of the house. This is the third person in the pecking order says she wants to put the number one person in prison. Is that the internal revolution? Well, hang on. What I'm trying to point out here is that all over our nation, there is an anger. There's an anger in the hearts of people on both sides, the right and the left. I mean, I think people are angry in the center. I mean, they're angry enough to call people out in restaurants and just shout them down. They're angry enough to go into each other's rallies and cause problems. We haven't actually seen bullets fly where they're actually shooting at candidates yet, but nobody say anything because that may be close. My point is the anger is already in the hearts of Americans. The anger for an internal revolution is there. No longer do we say, well, you and I might disagree, but we can still be agreeable. Another way to say that is it used to be that people, maybe I don't agree with you, but I can still work with you. But today it's no, I don't even want to. People, well, let me give you another example. When I was a child, I can remember bumper stickers on almost every car, and that was for gold water or that sort of thing. And they also wore these big um, buttons, and they weren't just buttons like an inch wide. They were buttons that were four inches wide, and they would say things like, you know, I like Ike, or for whatever, whoever the the president was running for. And and everybody, they would put signs on their yard, stickers on their bumpers. But today, at least in the DFW area, uh, no. (laughs) Uh, Now, I'll see a few of them on the Democrats, but I don't see hardly any of the Republicans putting them out because people are afraid to put them in their yard. They're afraid that their house is going to be toilet papered or maybe even something worse. In other words, my point I'm trying to say is the first thing is for the start of the internal revolution, there has to be an anger in the hearts of Americans. And I think everyone listening would have to say, yep, I've seen it. I haven't just seen it a little. I've seen it a whole lot. It's like, well, here, let me tell you what happened to me just last night. So I was going to get the barbecue pit started, and I went out and I turned it on. It's been a long time since I turned it on, and I heard a hissing, but I thought maybe that was just the propane flowing into the hose. Well, so I lit it, and seconds later, no, I didn't just have propane up or the the burning up where it's supposed to be i had a a fire i'm going to say it was a, a foot wide and probably a foot tall coming out of the top of the regulator that attaches to the propane bottle and it was so big and so much fire coming out of the top of the propane bottle i could not reach it and in a split second i'm thinking oh this is dangerous that propane bottle is about to blow and about that time i mean i went running in the house heading towards the fire extinguisher and it came out of my mouth and it said i need a fire extinguisher and so i ran to the fire extinguisher grabbed it went over and psh, i mean within half a second it was out i put the fan on it let it cool down and also make certain that the propane would not continue to gather but would be blown away And after it cooled down over a couple of minutes, then I could turn the propane bottle off. And I pulled it all apart, and it was a regulator. But see, that's sort of what's going on in our nation right now. We kind of have the the gas leaking out every place. There's gas every place. The right is angry. The left is angry. The people in the center are angry. Everyone is just angry. They're angry, and some of them don't even know why. You see some of these reporters go up and, well, why are you angry? (laughs) And they're so angry, they can't even tell you why they're angry. 
and they're just throwing names. There's, there's no substance. There's just an anger, an anger in the hearts of Americans. That's my first point. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution. So the start of the internal revolution has really, now think about it, it's already started because there's already an anger. I mean, a fierce anger, an anger like I've never seen in my 65 years on this earth. I've never seen such anger in the hearts of so many people. So you could say the internal revolution has already started. So what starts the internal revolution? I would say it's like this. The propane tank has been leaking for a while, and there's a whole lot of propane all over. It's not just on top of the tank. It's all around the barbecue pit, and it's just looking for a spark. And I'm going to liken the propane to the anger in the hearts of Americans. Right now, that propane has spread all over our nation, brothers and sisters, and it is going in every crack, around every corner, underneath every pillow, underneath every bed, under every office. It's around everybody, and it is looking for a spark. Now, let's talk about what could make a spark so big to start the fire, just like I did the other day, which, by the way, I'm so thank you, Lord. I mean, I know that was the Lord telling me. He, he put that in my mind that you need a fire extinguisher because at first I considered hose. No, 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 you can't use a water hose, not on a propane fire like that. And so anyway, it, it was all him, and I, I put it out, and there was no danger. Now, I need to get a new fire extinguisher, and I need a new regulator that doesn't leak. But no, nevertheless, my point is right now propane is spreading all over America. It's looking for a spark. Okay, let's talk about the spark. Now, I believe the date was June, excuse me, January the 28th of 2018. That's when I put out the first radio program, and I believe the name of it was 44,000 Marines, let me say it again, 44,000 Marines to arrest 4,000 U.S. leaders. It might have been 10,000 U.S. leaders. But let me tell you the story. So that's when I first ran across the plan, and I'll tell you how I ran across it. Of course, we already knew Terry Bennett says that the U.S. government is going to go out, that the military is going to have to take over the federal government, that it wouldn't be a bad thing, that it would be a good thing. Well, then I ran across this, this article. I don't know. Somebody probably sent it to me. And it said that there's 4,000 indictments, sealed indictments. And so I did some research, and normally there's anywhere from 125 to 350 sealed indictments all across America at any one time. Well, a sealed indictment is someone, like, for example, maybe if there's a bunch of people, maybe like a, uh, a cartel group or a mafia-type group, and they don't want to turn the lights on and watch all the cockroaches run, so they file a sealed indictment. And they continue doing more investigating until they can get the whole crew all rounded up. Then they arrest all of them at once. And typically, you know, you might see 5, 10, 15, maybe if it's a big raid, maybe even 30 or 35 people all arrested within a 24-hour period. That's the purpose of a sealed indictment. So they can go get the rest of the buddies of the bad guy so none of them get away. Well, so I see that there's 4,000 sealed indictments. And then, I mean, you have to go listen to the whole radio program. I can't recall all of it. But it was the first time one of our radio programs went viral. It has like 247,000 views. And that's back when we first got on YouTube. We didn't have very many subscribers. And we didn't have very many people on YouTube listening to us. And I think 
probably we were only getting, oh, 2,000, 3,000 people listening per broadcast back then. But that kind of put us on the map. Now, here's the point. When I was making that broadcast, when I was doing the research, I remember the anointing came on me. I mean, the anointing that's real strong, and it was really it really confirming that I needed to make this broadcast and that I needed to put it out. Well, I did not know at the time, but I may have been the first, how should we say, civilian, in other words, outside of whatever the inner circle is, the people that knew of this plan, to arrest all of these people. And I may have been the first one to reveal that to the people out there. Well, since then, I've done several updates. But the point is, today the count of those sealed indictments is up to 106,502. I want you to try to ask yourself a, a quick question. What do you suppose would happen if 106,000 people were all arrested over, let's say, a week time? Or maybe even 24 to 48 hours. One guy said that it could be done in 24 hours. I find that a little difficult to arrest 106,000 people. But maybe it's so. I just got this particular email and it sent me to a link, BloombergQuint.com, I believe it is. Headline, Army Let's Slip That Is Conducting a Secret Operation Around D.C. The article goes on to say that they're asking for an increase in funds, an extra $1.55 million for aircraft, maintenance, air crews, and travel in support of a, quote, emerging classified flight mission, unquote. It goes on to say it's part of a $2.5 billion request to reprogram funds, and it's basically saying that they're conducting some, here it is, quote, compartmented information facility at the Davidson Army Airfield at Fort Belvoir, Virginia, just outside Washington. And it's asking for more money for these, quote, special operations. Well, now what are they doing? You don't suppose they're planning on rounding up 106,000 people? Well, maybe it could be. But let's, let's go back to the question here. So 106,000 people are arrested. Now, these are not going to be your normal people. These are going to be your Jeffrey Epstein types. You remember that the executive order back, I believe it was December 25th of 2017, President Trump signed an executive order giving him the authority to confiscate all of the property for people that are guilty of corruption and sex trafficking. Only two things, corruption and sex trafficking. Well, that's just Jeffrey Epstein. If they invoke the executive order on him, that means that they could confiscate all of his wealth. The island, all of his planes, boats, houses, mansions, everything. All of it could be all confiscated if he is part of this. And I don't know that he is, but several sources, not just one, said he is. Matter of fact, many people, several sources, have agreed that actually he is the first of the 106,000 sealed indictments to be arrested. Okay, so back to our question. So what happens when 106,000 people are all arrested? We're not talking about average people. We're talking about sports figures, sports club owners. We're talking about people on radio and TV, big names, big entertainers, celebrities, a lot of them being very popular and very beloved. And maybe even I mean, some people even speculate of maybe uh, uh, President Obama or former President Obama. Okay, so 
what happens when the 100,000 people all are arrested, even if it takes two weeks? The answer is we are going to see rioting in the streets. And that's another thing. The whole thing going on down in Puerto Rico and also over in Hong Kong. And uh, was there another one someplace? Okay, yeah, we also got uh, Venezuela. I mean, it seems like there's just an anger around the world right now. It's not even just America. So that all kind of lends to it. It's like people are, they got one foot out the door with a Molotov cocktail in the other hand, and they're just looking for the next place to go cause a riot all over. It is just not one place. It's all over. So 100,000 people all get arrested over a process of a week or two. We will see riots like we can't, we've never seen. We've never, I mean, I heard President Trump say today that Hong Kong has never seen the kind of riots, that Puerto Rico has never seen the kind of riots that we're having right now. Shane Warren said in his vision, I saw riots break out in major cities all over America. People were rioting in the streets, and on their signs it was written, give us our entitlements, give us our entitlements. I saw great demonstrations and violence in the streets whenever these things were lost because there's not enough money to keep up the subsidies. Now, that points to some kind of a big financial problem, an economic crash. So maybe that's not necessarily the indictment, but maybe that's continued. Maybe it's on down the road. Maybe it gets worse and worse. So let's project forward a little bit. Let's say, for example, the 100,000-some-odd arrests don't take place before the election. What can we look for? Well, I would like to think that God has given us more time. But let's try to picture this. Let's say we're going down the road. Donald Trump does get elected president. Then what do you think is going to happen? I mean, that's going to anger the left like we can't even believe. And then all of a sudden, let's say Trump has waited for the 100,000, and now the count is maybe up to 125,000. It may be that he's going to wait until after the election. So let's assume he waits till after the election. So they're already mad because Donald Trump won the election again. Then there's 100,000 people arrested, and then there's some kind of economic depression or something. Maybe this thing with Iran, and maybe Iran decides to start selling oil for gold like we've talked about several times. What I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, is I believe that we're living in the good old days now. It may be that one of these days we're saying, hey, do you remember the time when we used to be able to go to the grocery store and the grocery store was open? Yeah, 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 you remember, and they actually used to have full shelves. Yeah, and they had a cart, and you could throw it in the cart, and you go up to the front, and you just give them a plastic card, pay for it, and walk out. Remember all that? (laughs) Remember when there used to be grocery stores? Yeah, and do you remember when there used to be restaurants? Yeah, and can you imagine the kids sitting around saying, really? You mean like a restaurant where you could go down, and they cooked your food for you and served it? Yeah, yeah, and you used to be able to just simply pay with plastic. Again, the prophecy says the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. I believe the internal revolution is in the early parts. I don't think the fire has been lit to the propane yet, but the propane is all over and it's looking for a place to start. An internal revolution, now the next part, started by the communists. What is going on? We see an attack against Donald Trump worse than Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't even think they had attacked Jesus Christ as much as they have attacked Donald Trump, at least you wonder, okay, you wonder. But we see Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. We see the women's soccer team. We see everybody throwing all kinds of attacks at Donald Trump. 
And yet, he may be the only president in my lifetime that is not a part of the Illuminati, assuming that, uh, expecting, accepting maybe uh, Ronald Reagan. Anyway, so these people are coming after Donald Trump so hard. Why? Because in their minds, he represents Jesus Christ. I'm not saying he does, of course, but I'm saying in their minds, he is their number one enemy. I think they know that he is planning on arresting 100,000 of them. I think they know that he is trying to take them down. And so we have MSNBC, ABC, CBS, CNN. I mean, and these are networks uh, for 20 or 30 years of my life. They were the only news. This was before Fox News. And if you wanted any news, it was there or your newspaper. We had no Internet. And yet today we see how they're treating Donald Trump and in my opinion, probably the most Christian president we've had. I do not think that Obama or any of the Bushes, I mean, looking back over there, I don't think they were Christians. But I do think, matter of fact, I'll tell you this. I think that what happened, I don't think Donald Trump was a Christian when he started his run for his candidacy. But I think that somewhere along the candidacy trail, I think he received Jesus. Because before then, you know, him, he had uh, all kinds of golf clubs. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But he also had gambling places and big casinos and things like that. And he was uh, into the ladies, as they say. So probably he was not a Christian. But I think someplace in the early part of his candidacy, he received Jesus. Now, the reason I say that is because word has reached me through several Christian ministers that they're kind of spreading the word out there that Trump has let it be known that he is a Christian. That's the first thing. But I also remember watching him, and I actually saw this on Fox News. He was at a place talking, and this is in his uh, candidacy run when he was running for president. And he was talking to a group of pastors. He had stepped away from the microphone. And apparently someone asked him if he had ever asked God to forgive his sins. Even though he was away from the microphone, you could still hear him say, well, no, I've never asked God to forgive my sins, didn't know I needed to. Well, that was where all the pastors in the area laid hands on him and prayed for him. Shortly after that, we began to see a real change in his attitude. And today, he is, he, I mean, of course, we'd like to see him be a little bit more Christian, We'd like to see him watch his words <laughs> a little bit more, that's putting it lightly. He doesn't always do everything correctly, but I think he is Christian, and I think he is doing his best. have to understand, this guy is being attacked 24 hours a day from all directions, and to tell you the truth, I mean, I'm a pretty resilient guy, but I don't think I could do what he's doing. I don't know if there's anybody else in America that could take the shots and the hits and to be beat up constantly like him. And I know he kind of like pats himself on the back a lot, but he probably feels like he's the only one patting himself on the back and kind of like a sports person out there, maybe a tennis person, and they'll get to talking themselves up and just, come on, you know, you can do it. It's almost like if he doesn't lift himself up, nobody will. And in a lot of ways, I heard one pastor say that Trump is doing the job that we pastors are supposed to be doing. He is fighting the devil bigger and harder than we are. And I've kind of thought about that and a lot of truth to that. Now, let's go back to our phrase, started by the communists. What do we see happening? 
we see all of these news networks, and their attitude is he can't do anything right. I mean, probably if he were to fall over from a heart attack, they would say, well, it didn't happen soon enough. (laughs) I mean, they hate this guy like I've never seen hate for anybody. Well, that tells me their heart is of the devil, and that also tells me that he is for Christ. You look at Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, the women's soccer team. You look at some of these other people. Everyone is attacking him from the left. Well, see, when someone attacks you like that, that's normally saying that they are an accuser of the brethren. Well, who is the accuser of the brethren? And that would be Satan. So they're really doing the job of Satan. So when they're doing the job of Satan, they're kind of on his side. That tells us who the communists are, meaning that they're the left. I'm not saying all of the left is bad, but probably. And I'm also not saying all of the Republicans are right, but there are a whole lot more of the Republicans that are right than the left, than the Democrats. And what I'm trying to say is, <clears throat> I'm not trying to get into politics, though I could, by the way. By the way, you do know that Prophecy Club is not a 501c3, right? So I can say whatever I want to say. Uh, we are a nonprofit church, but we and our donations are tax exempt, but we're not 501c3. Anyway, so I'm not limited by the Johnson Amendment, just so you know. Anyway, so it started by the communists. I think the communist has to do with, well, it's, it's pretty much, it's a pretty good list of who's attacking Donald Trump these days. We see Antifa problems, restaurants kicking people out because of supporting Donald Trump, and the Texas government, Governor Abbott just signed a Texas law that the government can't discriminate because of a political or a religious affiliation. It's got that bad. Texas governor just signed into law Monday state legislation to protect the fast food chain Chick-fil-A from discrimination by local governments in the state specifically prohibiting local governments in the state from, quote, retailing against anyone based on their affiliation or support of a religious organization. What had happened was the San Antonio City Council banned San Antonio International Airport from leasing space to a Chick-fil-A because of the fast food chain's, quote, legacy of anti-LGBT behavior. Can you imagine that? Does it reach the point? to where the San Antonio City Council only allows LGBT-friendly people to sell at their airport? See, that's where we're going. Well, all of that is our nation falling apart, brothers and sisters. So back to our point. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Sounds to me like we're well up to the knees with that. Started by the communists. If you want to know who the communists are, all you got to do is look and see who's attacking Trump. Kind of like they attacked Jesus, except for they weren't communists. They're just devil worshipers. Same thing is happening to us tonight. You know, the history repeats itself. Over these 25 years of being with the Prophecy Club, I have made 37 DVDs. And if you ask me, I think these last three are some of my best. Revelations on Revelation. Jesus is not the primary message of Revelation. What is? What is the morning star? Who are the two witnesses? And they're, by the way, not Enoch and Elijah. Final answer to the rapture question. Definitive proof America is in Revelation. Seven signs to spot the Antichrist early. The greatest misunderstanding of Revelation. And the surprising final plague on earth. And what is the difference in overcomers versus the remnant? 
The next DVD is Kings and Priests. Topics are, what is the third woe? Who are the nations? What is the morning star? Are all saints kings and priests, or are some kings and some priests? If God the Father sits on the throne, where does Jesus sit? Who sits on the other thrones? What are the other books? Why isn't the Holy Spirit mentioned once in Revelation? And then the final DVD, 17 Revelations in the Feasts and the Trumpets. And the topics are the next anointing of Jesus, very amazing, seals, trumpets, and vials finally explained, the barley and the wheat harvests, feast revelations in the last seven months, six of the most amazing prophecy charts, and the three best New Testament and the three best Old Testament verses on the rapture. Each DVD valued at $30. You can get all three of them valued at $90 for a gift of just $45. It's called the Stan Johnson DVD set. Available at prophecyclub.com. Three DVDs for a gift of $45. You'll love them. Help the Prophecy Club to continue and overcome evil with the truth. Help us take the warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today.